Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Hey, welcome to another podcast episode of Mississippi Magic. One of the true testaments that there really does exist something called Mississippi Magic is how else can you explain such an extraordinary number of people from the Magnolia State who come from such humble beginnings and leave an indelible change in their chosen profession? So it is true with this Mississippian who came from a town consisting of two stop signs and a dirt road. From those humble beginnings, he changed the world of music to the point of being called by Rolling Stone magazine as one of the 100 greatest singers of all time, all time and also inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1969. Let's not forget about that. This is the story of Davis Eli, just another legendary name from the family of Mississippi greats. Davis Eli. guess you could say the podcast of Mississippi Magic's Eli's Coming Up. After this, from our good friends at Divinity Equipment. Oh, just one of the many things that sets Divinity Equipment apart is the honest dedication to make sure you are satisfied with your purchase. That's why they encourage you to test the quality, comfort, and the state-of-the-art amenities that make the Kubota different. There's no better way to do that than try it out for yourself. And on the website, there are service specials, parts specials, and equipment specials. That's the Divinity team going all out to make sure you're happy long after you've put that new Kubota to work on your pasture, your farm, your yard. Come get a Divinity deal, Jackson and Highway 51 North in Madison, or take a quick trip right now, no matter where you are, DiviniEquipment.com. Now back to our podcast. This Mississippi Magic episode is titled, Why or Why Not? Some say Davis liked to be called Eli, because that's what his father's name was, even though his father's anger was the reason he ultimately left home. You see, it was his father who got him interested in music, making him and his siblings part of a gospel touring group to keep them all in line. Sometimes his father's discipline became violently abusive. That said, his father would always encourage his children to reach for the stars. He would always say, if you're asking yourself, should you do it? The answer is always, why not? As for his mother, he never knew his biological mother. She died when he was only 10 months old. At the ripe old age of 14, and with the blessing of his father, Davis traveled north from a small hamlet in Mississippi all the way to the big city of Memphis, Tennessee, to pursue his own career in the ministry. But after less than a year, that Mississippi magic had other plans for him and his incredible talent. His ministry did give him the opportunity to sing gospel music, but he wanted more. So at 15 years old, Davis Eli readily accepted the invitation from one Phineas Newborn Sr. Now Phineas was a drummer out of Whiteville, Tennessee, and he'd put together a rather successful blues band. Within a short period of time, he was hitting the road singing with several groups on tour, along the way meeting legendary artists like Little Richard, Elvis Presley, Bobby Womack, Sam Cooke, and many others. Now at 16 years old with a road degree from the School of Hard Knocks, He finally leaves gospel music behind. His brother, Jimmy, worked in the Motor City at a Ford plant, but on the side was continuing his own pursuit of a music career. 
So Davis headed north, farther away than he'd ever been from Mississippi, for a reunion with one of his brothers, to see if they could actually make a living doing the thing they loved the most, singing. Times were tough in Detroit. As a matter of fact, as tough as they were in that little rural town in Mississippi, maybe more so. Doing construction work to keep him from starving, he was given a back bedroom to sleep in. It was kind of a temporary offer by the man who owned the construction company. They call that man Pop. Just so happens, Pop's son was a guy also with big ambitions. (laughs) Ironically, would you believe, as a songwriter. Now, if that's not a testament right there to Mississippi magic, I don't know what is. In the silence of the night, Pop's dreamy-eyed son shared stories with Davis Eli that one day, one day, he was going to be a big record producer. He was going to start his own label. He was, he was going to make it big in the business side of music. Well, Davis Eli was all in, ready to take this journey along with him to riches and applauding crowds and dominating the charts and radio stations' playlist. And at the same time, in another part of the story, Mississippi Magic was already working for his brother Jimmy. He'd hooked up with a band that was getting some good reviews and airplay on some stations. Jimmy invited his brother to join him for something Pop's son, the Dreamer, had put together. I think I should mention here that the construction company's owner, who gave David that place to sleep, Pop, well, Pop's last name was Gordy. Pop Gordy. (laughs) And his son's first name was Barry. Barry Gordy. Barry, on his mission to success, had put together something called the Motortown Review, which was nothing more than a bus tour. Officially noted by music historians, Davis joined the band in 1964 with his older brother Jimmy, two Mississippi young men living the dream in Motown. But history is replete with dreams turning to nightmares when things like drugs are added to the mixture, and these demons were coming for Davis Eli in the form of cocaine and more. It seemed each time he tried to silence the temptation, the devil whispered, Why not? By 1967, not only was the singing group riding high, so was Davis Eli. He was so controlled by the drugs that the group had no choice but to cut him out. The fight, the legal battles, the amount of acrimony and backstabbing all played out on the front pages of trade magazines, news stories, and more. It's all there in the history books, all the way to the end. And that came in 1991 after a month-long successful tour in England. He comes home to his family who asks, Why are you killing yourself with these drugs? And I guess with his father's memory whispering to him, he answers, Why not? Davis Eli dies in a Philadelphia, Pennsylvania hospital, a bruised and battered legend. But history will record that in that span of time, when the love of music was the most powerful influence, not cocaine, And in a much happier time when he was part of the magic, along with his brother Jimmy, they recorded songs that will live forevermore in the hearts of millions. Songs that made it to the top of the charts and songs that made Motown. In spite of the devil that was always lurking, always there asking why not indulge in a bit of temptation. I know to you it might sound strange. But I wish it would rain Oh yeah, yeah But it was just my imagination Running away with me It was just my imagination I 
Davis Eli, better known to the world as David, David Ruffin, a member of the legendary Temptations, made it all the way from a small hamlet in Mississippi to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, there's one more thing that you should know about Davis's favorite answer of why not. The answer ingrained him to by his father in that little Mississippi town was more than just a tart comeback. That's because Davis Eli, David Ruffin, grew up in a little community in Mississippi called Why Not. <laughs> that's right, Why Not Mississippi. And that's just more proof that in the history of industry, authors, arts, and entertainment, this thing that we call Mississippi magic is real and lives on in the pages of history and those yet to be written by the next generation. I guess the real question we have to those who don't believe in Mississippi magic now is, why not? A Super Talk Mississippi media production.